You're listening to the Quince podcast. Okay, so that was singer and composer Ankur Tiwari, and on today's episode of Off Screen, I'm going to be talking to him about what inspires him, the independent music scene in India, and actually a lot more. Hi, Ankur. Hello, hello. And thank you so much for being on Off Screen. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. You were a hotel management student, is what I read, and uh, the interest in music happened because your parents had a lot of different kinds of records, and you kind of grew listening to that. All of this is on IMDb. No, this I read on okay. Google. <laughs> oh God! God. It's not IMDb, man. <laughs> I got so scared. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, um, how, how did that like? How did that interest like become a concrete uh, reason to pursue it as a career, like as a career as a career option? To be very honest, like music has always been a very important part of my life, right since childhood, as you read uh, on the internet. This time, internet is right. Hmm. Uh, there's uh, there has been a lot of music around in my life and various kinds of music because of my parents' collection. international music domestic music classical film all of that and uh, it it was almost kind of second nature to be to have like music around you and to play music and i used to sing my mom used to sing she used to direct theater so there was always music around that way as well uh, so <clears throat> somewhere in my mind even when i was in school i was writing songs in school I was playing music in school. Somewhere in my mind, there was this like dream. This is in Belgium, right? This is back in Rurki. Okay, when you were born in Belgium. I was born in Belgium, but when I came back to Rurki, I was always like playing music, and uh, my father got me a guitar. I was playing guitars. And self-taught. Yeah, kind of okay. self-taught. Like there was a teacher who tried to teach me, but I, he hit me on my knuckles, so I got really upset. Uh. So then to teach him a lesson, I learned it on my own. Hmm. I was an angry kid. uh so uh hmm. work productively though right you ended up learning yourself so so pretty much uh, somewhere in my mind i was always a musician and i was always making music professionally but i never really thought about it it i was going with the zone like you know like how i don't know if it happened with you but as kids uh I, as as a kid i was just like going through my own zone i was zoning out and enjoying myself not really uh, questioning myself what the real world is about Hmm, that's true. You live in a bubble as a child. Also, your attention span is so short that you are like moving from one thing to another mostly. So. so I was I was going through that zone, and only when I was like nearing my twelfth board was the first time when when I kind of uh, faced that question: Is that, what do you like, do now? What am I going to do now? And at that time, I never really thought about it. It was all always because everybody is taking examinations for IIT entrance or this or that. So I was just doing that and. Uh, at I grew up in a small town called Roorkee. Hmm. So in the school, there were not many options. Either you would do medical or you would do engineering. Hmm. Or maybe. There's an IIT also there, right? My father was a professor there, ah, so right. I grew up in the campus. Oh, nice. So uh, the whole idea was to just like try and uh, pursue one of those because that's what everyone did. Hmm. But as you have already noticed, there's a kind of a rebel in me, hmm. so I had to do something different. Yeah, you're having coffee in our office. Yeah. Could it, could we say that? Okay. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So. In, uh, Uh, it was always trying to like counter uh, a pattern but were you sorry to cut you but were you also like actively doing music like was it a thing like every day you would come back from school and do it or was yeah, it like yeah i was doing i i realized very early that music is making me popular so i should okay. just like you know uh, mm-hmm. get all that attention 
वाइल्ड म्यूजिक सो इट वॉज गुड समहाउ आई हैड द नैक फॉर इट इट ऑल फेल इन टू प्लेस एंड आई यू रियली इन्जॉय इट वेल प्लेइंग इट आई वुड लूज माई सेल्फ फॉर आर्स एंड नॉट रियलाइज वॉट वॉज हैपनिंग सो आफ्टर ट्वेल्थ आई रियलाइज दैट ओके आई शुड ट्राई एंड डू समथिंग एंड नेवर थाट दैट म्यूजिक कुड बी अ करियर वेर एज ऑलवेज फैंटिसाइज माई सेल्फ एज अ म्यूजिशन लाइक इन माई इन माई ओन टाइम आई हैड गिवन uh speeches winning grammy awards and all of that to mm-hmm. fake audience all of that happened mm-hmm. as a child but mm-hmm. when real world hit you uh you ne- never really knew a musician in your life you never knew how they could pursue yeah. or even how to pursue it what to do what does mm-hmm. one do what is the process of recording a song i had my own rules in my head and then uh for a period of time then i uh, because i didn't want to do engineering i didn't want to be be a doctor at that time people were doing hotel management i saw this ad in the paper i said okay let me try do that Uh, just the rebel in me wanted to do something different tried doing that within a few months i realized that's not my cup of tea either so then i went into a different zone for next 3 years uh, but did you finish it, the degree i did uh, finish it but it was uh, in i was not attending school or college okay. at all there uh-huh. i was just doing my own thing like in the hostel i was playing music or in the cafeteria i was playing music so i see that period from like 12th to the my uh, just before 12th to uh my end of my college as a period where i kind of got derailed being a musician hmm. but otherwise i've been doing music ever since well, like the early 2000s mid 2000s like when i was growing up i only heard bollywood music so shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> for you but <laughs> no yeah but it was actually not that bad when i was yeah. growing up like yeah. now when i hear remixes now i'm like what i what was your I favorite album when i was growing up yeah mm well, i really like the kahona pyare album That's a nice album. Yeah. It's a groovy album. You could mm-hmm. dance to it. Yeah. So when yeah. I was a kid, I liked that. Then later, like Jani Tu or Jani Na, the album, uh, the Barfi album, the Rockstar album. Yeah. They're nice albums. Yeah. Like when yeah. I in uh, when I was in school, like the Roja album completely changed the paradigm for me. Hmm. And I heard that kind of sound, which is completely different from the Bollywood sound that kind of made me. believe that you could make music which doesn't sound like the stereotypical cliche bollywood music uh there were some amazing albums yeah. that came out uh, in movies and in the independent scene as well hmm. but having said that there's only luckily songs also yeah. i mean i grew up on that so, so it was yeah. it was it was a very interesting phase where because that pretty much gave me the hope that i could do it so that was like when i saw uh, lucky ali's o sanam video for the first time i remember very clearly i saw it in bhopal and then the sound was on zero i really felt like wow like and he looked like tintin driving his uh, you know bike to the pyramids and mm-hmm. i said like wow that's tintin with a music video and i turned the music on the music blew my mind i said oh i want to be like this guy so yeah it really uh, changed the way that i was approaching music and that was pretty much the time when i was in college when i had to take the big plunge and uh, that helped me take that plunge jaan ke pehchaan ke tumko ab kya ho gaya main lona ka utar ke kahin pe itna kya ho gaye hum khafa But how has the music, like the independent music scene, evolved since then? Crazily, now there's so many like, like really like this year. If you see in the top hundred songs, there would be at least ten songs that are non-film songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are it's become more democratic. 
uh, it's more interesting. The way that it is, the only way that I see it has changed negatively is that numbers have become very important. Earlier numbers were not so important. Earlier we never called songs numbers. We would mm. call them songs. When the digital age came in with the walk like top ten chart chart busters, that kind of thing. It pretty much started with CD technology. Mm. Uh, with cassettes, they were called songs, and with with CDs, they used to be numbers because you could skip a song, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. idea was not there. You would listen to a song, like you were saying, uh, short span, attention span. Mm. Uh, in during when I was growing up, the attention span was much more mm-hmm. because we won't have that option of like skipping, right? Uh, it would yeah, be you listen yeah. to a song and then you forward. Yeah, forward. yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward. Yeah. Rewind. Like, I remember <clears throat> I had a Walkman and I the cassettes that I used to really like. I used to have two of them, and I used to uh, rewind one mm. on. Yeah. And you had to keep doing that, no? Like, if you wanted to, you had to keep. Yeah. So one would play in my thing in my Walkman, and the other one, the Reynolds pen, mm. really fit well in that. And you would be a Buddhist monk rolling it, <laughs> and I would it would fit, and then you would. Fit that. Take mm. this out. It keep keep the Shuffling. things ready. Yeah. So, uh, so, but now numbers have become important in terms of how many views you've got, how many comments you've got, how many likes you've got, how many dislikes you've got. It's just become a numbers game more, mm. and that influences people in thinking that songs and things are better now. Uh, even if uh, you don't like the song, you get pressured by the number. You feel that so many people have liked it. Uh, is there something wrong with me mm. that I'm not liking it? Like that game wasn't there at all earlier. earlier you would like a song or not like a song right think on that note you should hum a little bit of dhua dhua because i've just heard it and it's a lovely song what did you think about it i really liked it like it's my it's going to be my like you know when you work and you just need something is it going to like make you like, uh, topple your kahona pyar hai playlist oh yeah गर्म हवाएं हैं चली आंखें भी जली जली सोचना था ऐसी होगी धुआं धुआं सी जिंदगी मिलने आसमानों से आते तारे थे कभी रातों की वे यही कहानी धुआं धुआं सी जिंदगी धुआं धुआं सी जिंदगी ये थैंक यू नाउ कीप द सॉन्ग इन योर हेड रनिंग इन योर हेड फॉर अ बिट सो इट्स सूदिंग यू यू कैन लिसन टू इट वाइल बिफोर यू गो टू स्लीप yeah it'll help you fall asleep it will do it <laughs> but how would you describe your sound as like i somewhere read that you call it minimalistic that's because people ask me how do you describe it so how do you describe okay. it actually uh, i don't describe it but okay. i uh, because how, it would box it for you in your head yeah because then, then it would pressurize me to make a certain kind of music but uh, it it's what comes to me it's mm. like i feel it and it comes to me and I, it's like a sound of surrender Hmm. like you surrender yourself to a feeling hmm. and then you see what's coming it's hmm. like uh it's like really when i create my songs that's the end of my ego for those few how do you do it like are there ways where, are you just sitting and it comes you, you to you you spoke about meditation right no, no she spoke about I'm, meditation earlier okay no nah, i can't do meditation so I, you should try it's amazing i just can't do meditation but 
for me it's a meditative state mm. when you write and you really because we are you know struggling with so many questions and things in your head when you are applying yourself to write you just really surrender mm. and you become that speck of dust in that beam of light and then you It dance with the universe yeah and how do you like how do you separate inspiration and or like just a blatant like a copy right because everything inspires us like most artists are inspired by things even filmmakers are making movies etc like there are so many people are like oh it looks like that but that's because we are that as people we are our whatever we create is inspired by what we see around us how do you like work around that like what inspires you and i mean you always inspire it's it's the intent it's like are you trying to fool someone and pass something off that is not honest i think not, there's everything that that might be inspired by something it will be a copy if your intent is not honest hmm. you, you know when you play if you if you if you are kind of being lazy and you're stealing somebody's idea is different from seeing something and getting inspired by somebody's idea is because then you're not being lazy then something has happened inside your system and hmm. you feel that and your they, work could have traces of that always like you, you it's like it's like your version of that work Do you know you were like the music supervisor for Gully Boy and what does that entail like you you do you, when you're arranging this music like you're you had how many artists more than 60 64 yeah 64 artists like uh, what did you have to do to create that album I mean that it was just like a process uh, I had never done it before like this in a in a in an organized way uh, the idea was to design the palette of the film in terms mm. of sound palette of the film and then give the director enough material that she could play with and uh, it was not like a movie where you would because they were still writing the movie they had written a draft and then they were writing movie while while I was collecting songs it was simultaneous process so the scope of work wasn't like you have to do five songs or six songs it was just it's a to and fro and then they were using I, I was creating that world of music and throwing things at Rima and Zoya and then they were using it and knitting okay. it into the storyline and things and Mm-hmm. making it so it like when we started off we didn't know we we're going to work with so many people yeah it started off with the idea of working with nazi and divine and then it started snowballing into what it became but there was an overarching kind of theme that you wanted to like cater to uh, yeah d- definitely like in terms of sound in terms of, it's basically the thing the protagonist is from a real world that mm-hmm. is based in a real setting so the world the music had to come from there mm-hmm. so the That's- whole idea was to be authentic to the story But was the like the the reception towards the music? It did so well, and so many people loved it. Very like reassuring for you at a time when yeah, so many nice. remixes are working, and like there's so less original music. And then there's this album in in a place like India where I've met people who don't even like my parents don't even know rap, and they loved the music of the film. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So you know, like it's it feels good. That? Yes, I would I would be dishonest. I would say it doesn't feel good. It feels very good. Hmm. But there were also so many forces who believed in it. like right from the producers to the director even the music label it's a big risk that they took and i mm. feel like this one paid off yeah and it'll only encourage more people to do something like this right yeah, and not take an listening. old song and remix it yeah i mean that's yeah. also i have nothing against it mm. but you do it well and don't copy it mm. uh, do a cover version i love cover versions mm. but do a proper cover version don't do a yeah that's a take right because yeah then, then do your take like bring yeah. yourself in like there are some remixes are actually nice hmm. just because you're hating remixes you end up that the what time gun piss jata and then that you start getting so that. many ha huh? so you but actually it's not a bad ones. idea to because it also gives more life to the songs it introduces hmm. a song to, to a new, new generation, generation. it's not a bad idea is just that how it's executed the intent is not right 
99% of the time the intent is not right mm. 99% the intent is i'll be going to make more money right and mm. that 1% time there are people who adapted and they do a good, a good mm. version that i remember that uh, these guys uh, what's a remix that i really like that bachna hai hasina the title song yeah This, yeah the title song i thought that was a great rendition like there, there there's a whole trumpet section they introduce and then there's a whole uh, yeah. you know a kind of a rap that yeah. he does that's a fucking amazing part it's a good this a good remix even in um, queen like when she's at that indian um, dance club and there's photo pe lagai to hangama ho gaya like it made so much sense because it was an indian song playing in a la- nightclub yeah, in so london like, so it's how it's used like so there's nothing wrong with remixes but it's how you do it i really like that remix and there are many more remixes i think that they can do hmm. well which is not just putting a fancy beat under something what do you do to like rejuvenate like i mean people listen to music to in their <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I take offs. I I read books. I travel. Hmm. So reading places. and traveling is your. And then you uh, disconnect from work. Usually, if you say no to a big project, it feels really good hmm. and empowering. And you go and you uh, uh, see art, see photography. Read Does books. listening to too much music sometimes get on your nerves or something? I don't no? listen to too much music. I listen okay. to just little bit of music. But hmm. I don't listen to too much music. Like music is around, but I don't sit and listen to music. I like hmm. it's playing around. Hmm. but i do love reading and i do love traveling i'll do love seeing other artists work as in painters and photographers hmm. okay so i wanted to end by singing this song that i like to yours and i think people do which is this collaboration you did with pratik kumar god be parva thodi thodi hai sabki suni thoda kuch to sabne kaha थोड़ा थोड़ा समझा भी मगर दिल ये माने कहा बस इसकी जिद है दिल बेफिकर लापता कैसी ये धुन है खोकर भी कुछ ना मिला इस दिल की आदत यही है गिर कर संभलता नहीं है जालम समझता नहीं है ये कोई सुबह दिल पे परवा ये दिल पे परवा Would sound better if I had not had that cold coffee, but <laughs> well, that's okay. Sound great. No, thank you, thank you so much, and all the best for the thank song. You. Thank you, all the best thank for you. your work. Thank you. So that's all for today. And if you like this podcast, please do check out more on Apple, Google Podcasts, Jio Savan, Spotify, or any other platform we're on right now. And please do subscribe to the platform of your choice to keep listening. If you have any feedback please do reach out to me on uh, @nandkumar_27 on Instagram and Twitter or you can also drop me a mail on nandkumar.ramohan@thequin.com Have a great week and see you next time